The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Come in. Your oh. secretary said you weren't busy. Why, sure, darling. Come on in. Hey, I didn't know you were downtown. Well, I told you I was going shopping for a dress for the Schaefer wedding Friday. I can't find a thing. Oh, really? Gosh. Look, since I'm going to be the best man, you really ought to be togged up fit to kill. I know. It's practically the social event of the season, Myra said. But yeah. a formal wedding, you know, it's so hard to know exactly what to look for, even. The point is, I can't find a dress. I like at any price, anywhere. Well, where have you looked? <laughs> Everywhere, dear. The department store, Holburn's, Jackson's, Beckwith's, several mm -hmm. smaller shops. Well, look, maybe you, know. you better try Lautrex, huh? Lautrex? Heavens no. I don't like to even go in that place. Why? I bet they got some very nice things. Oh, darling, it's too fancy. You walk in and it looks like the Palace of Versailles, practically. There's a man standing there looking like an English butler with a carnation in his buttonhole, and the saleswomen are so snooty. <laughs> well, darling, they got a job like anybody else. No, you don't know. No matter how I dress up and feel that I look pretty nice, the minute I walk in, they look you up and down, feel as though I've got on a house dress and some tennis shoes. For Pete's sake, you're just as good as anybody else. I'll be darned if I'd let people like that intimidate me. Well, they intimidate me. Look here, it's important to me that you're just as fashionably dressed as anybody else at this wedding. Now, you get over this inferiority complex and get yourself over to Lotrex and see what they have. I know what'll happen, dear. I'll get talked into something I don't want at all, something that looks awful on me, and I won't be able to say I don't want it. Look, <laughs> just get over that silly attitude, will you, darling? If you don't want something, just say so. Oh. That's all you have to do. Just oh, say yes, so. Sure, all right. I'll go to Law Tricks. I'm desperate. But if I come home with a dress we both hate, don't get mad. Good afternoon, madam. Good afternoon. May I help you? Well, I, I was looking for a dress. Ah, yes. And was madam looking for an afternoon frock or something poorer sport? What? Sportswear. Oh, no, no. I, I want something for a formal wedding. Madam is a member of the wedding party? Well, no, no. My, my husband is the best man, but I, I will just be a guest. It's the Schaefer wedding. Ah, yes, the Schaefer wedding. I quite understand. If Madam will be seated on the divan... Oh, thank uh, you. Perhaps Madam would care for a cup of tea. Oh, no, thank you. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, Miss yes, Jeanette, I... Madam is attending the Schaefer wedding. Uh, did Madam have any particular color in mind? Well, no. My husband always likes me in blue. Oh, I'm afraid we have nothing in blue, have we, Mr. Evelyn? No, no, no. Blue is not being shown this year. Well, certainly in the magazines they're showing quite a lot of blue. <laughs> Perhaps in the lower-priced garments. Uh, yes, well, well, it doesn't have to be blue. I just mentioned that... Of course, that... of course. May I make a suggestion, madam? Well, yes. Uh, Miss Jeanette, have Pauline model the Rosati. It should be perfect for madam. Oh, yes, of course. Charming. Pauline the Rosati, please. The pale pink satin brocade would be enchanting with madam's colouring. And the pure classic line with its draped overskirt should be admirably suited to madam's lovely figure. Well, I look best in simple things. Rosati, madam, is noted for his simplicity of design. Ah, here we are. A truly lovely creation. Madame will notice the exquisite embroidered Italian seed pearls framing the scalloped neckline. The fragile Alsatian lace trim of the bodice. Oh, yes, it's lovely. It, it should fit, fit Madame perfectly. Oh, yes. Ah, here is Madame's tea. Uh, take it into the Venetian room, Colette. Madame will be trying the gown. Well, uh, maybe I ought to look at more than one gown. Madame, 
One sunset is beautiful, two sunsets, then it is impossible to decide. Permit me to say that this gown was designed for madam. If you will come with me, madam. Well, I, I, I can try it on, I guess, but I, I really don't... I mean, draped things with, with a bow like that just don't... Well, it is a beautiful gown. Madam will see how really beautiful it is once she has it on. <laughs> This looks underneath, I believe. Oh, well, it's a, it's a lovely dress. I can see that already. Would but... Madame lift her arm, please? Well, yes. Thank you. Goodness, I never saw so many hooks and eyes and secret little snaps. I don't think I could even get into it myself. If Madame will stand yeah. straight, please. Oh, yes. Thank you. Ah, there we are. Lovely, lovely. Well, it is lovely, but I don't think it's quite right for me, really. Madame, I... how can you say that? Well, it's, it's perfect. Mr. Evelyn, Mr. Evelyn, step out this way, madame. Well, I, I tell you... Mr. Really... Evelyn, voila. Oh, madame, c'est parfaitement. She is lovely. At last. At well. last we have found the right person to wear the rosati. I selected this myself, madame, from the Rome collection, and I have refused absolutely to sell it, to even show it, until I found the only lovely woman who could express the artistic simplicity of the designer. Uh, yes, well, that's very nice of you, but... but One moment. This is not draped correctly. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Trevelyan. For madam, this must be raised one-tenth of an inch. So. Of course. Perfect. And the waistline tightened. So. Oh. And a small hook under the bow. Perfect. Perfect. Yes, that's much better. And that is all, madam, that needs to be done. Madame has a charge account with us? No, no, I don't, and, and I... Oh, no problem, madam. We can open one for you. Uh, Miss Jeanette, have Miss Stella press the bow, and it must be pecked carefully. Well, I'm sorry, but I have to say something. This is a lovely dress, but I... Yes, madam? Yes, madam? Well, as I say, it is a beautiful dress, really beautiful, but I, I don't feel it's quite right for me. I mean, what, what I mean is the bow seems a little too... Uh, yes, madam? Well, I, I don't know what, what it is, but the... The way it drapes up in the back, I mean, the dress doesn't look so bad in front. <laughs> so bad? Well, what I mean is it looks lovely from the front, but the way it's bunched up in the back, I... I mean, I know it's the style and all that, but look at me from the back. I look sort of like a cow wearing bloomers. <laughs> I, it is up to madam, of course. Well, but this gown was worn by the Princess Pacini for the opening of the opera in Rome. She was quite the loveliest woman there. It is true the new styles are a little unusual, but I would hardly say they were reminiscent of a cow in bloomers. Well, I'm sorry. I was only joking, of course. Madame, believe me, I understand your feeling. But if you were in any doubt about the appearance of this gown on you, well, I must assure you that if Mr. Evelyn is willing to show you the Rosati, well, then you can believe implicitly in his judgment. Why, Mr. Evelyn's taste is known throughout the fashion world. Miss Jeanette, please, I do not wish Madame to have the dress. But I must say, Madame, you have, I'm sure, never looked lovelier. Your husband, Madame, don't you owe it to him to be as lovely as possible? Well, yes. Yes, I guess so. A cow in bloomers? You, you, you look like a hippopotamus in bloomers. And that bow. Will you tell me why anybody would design a dress that bunches like that in the back and then stick a bow right under the, your rear end? You don't like the dress. Like it? Like it? 
These are real Italian seed pearls in the embroidery around the neckline, and this is Alsatian lace, and you can hardly get heavy slipper satin like this anymore. Well, just answer me one thing. How did you get talked into this? I told you what they were like at Lautrec. Well, couldn't you say you didn't like it? Why did you have to pick this one? Surely anything else would have been better than this. This is the only one that they showed me. The only one? Yes, he said something about one sunset is beautiful, but with two sunsets you can't decide or something. Anyhow, this is all they let me see. Princess somebody or other wore this to the opera in, in Rome. Well, maybe that's why Maria Callas stopped singing. She probably choked when she saw the dress. How, how, you, you, oh, you could you ever... Oh, you don't understand. You just don't understand at all. Well, that is for sure. Now, look, you can just trot that monstrosity back. Take it back? I can't take it back. I can't. Well, you said they opened a charge account for you, and you charged it to the well, account. Well, yes, but I won't go back. I didn't want to go there to begin with, but you insisted, and if you want the dress to go back, you can take it back. Well, I will. I most certainly will. May I help you, sir? Oh, yes, yes, thank you. My wife was in here earlier this afternoon and bought a dress, a Rosetti or something. Ah, yes, but of course, the Rosati. Rosati. It won the Fashion Award in Naples. Oh, what about it, sir? I'm returning it. I, I can see the dress is quite beautiful and all that, but I don't really like it at all. You don't like it? Well, I mean, let me say, I, I don't like it on my wife. But the gown is exquisite on your wife. Exquisite. Well, just the same, I, I, I don't care for that, that bow, you know, and all that bunch of drape stuff in the bag. I mean, I appreciate the fact that you, <laughs> you know more about fashions than I do, but uh, I think I know what looks best on my own wife. <laughs> do you, sir? Begging your pardon, but do you? Uh, really? Well, certainly, I certainly think I do. Or are you like many husbands who get in a rut, shall we say, sir, robbing their wives of the opportunity to take their rightful place in the world of fashion? Do you, for example, tell your wife she looks best in blue so that she always buys blue? Oh, well, I... Ah, you see, your wife deserves better than that, sir. She is a lovely woman, and surely a man of such excellent taste as yourself, sir. Oh, well, I, I feel that of I... Of course, I have... and you can most certainly return the gown, no trouble at all. Oh, well, well, fine, fine. My wife was a little worried that Ah, you, you would... see, she wants the dress, but she needs your encouragement, sir. Perhaps you'll join me in a cup of tea? Yes. You have an interesting approach to women's fashion, sir. I'd enjoy hearing it, for you, sir, are the man of today that the woman of today wishes to please. I, oh, uh-huh, well, 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 thank you. you. You see, I feel this way about it. I... We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. What's the best way to relax? Well, a Turkish bath is good with a massage by a Swedish expert followed by a cold bird and a bottle of rare wine. Not all of us can afford those luxuries, however, so here's a more practical alternative. Turn to CBS Radio and listen to Amos and Andy. In 1958, they bring you the same wonderful humor as always, plus the latest musical hits and famous guest stars on their Amos and Andy Music Hall. You can tune in any night, Monday through Friday or Saturday morning, for a very pleasant and relaxing session with Amos and Andy on most of these same stations. There's another likable personality filling a six-a-week schedule on CBS radio. It's that master of funny bone manipulation, Robert Q. Lewis. The Lewis Show is a lift-giving procession of songs and chuckles with Robert Q. himself at the helm. Judy Johnson and Richard Hayes close by to 
keep things going with song, and Ray Block's orchestra dishing out the rhythms. For hearty fun set to music, dial Amos and Andy and the Robert Q. Lewis Show. But I thought you didn't like the dress. Well, now, what do you want to do, darling? Wear the same darn things all the time? I mean, you owe it to yourself and to me to branch out, to be a little more adventurous about the things you wear. Now, look, that dress is different. You can wear that with the assurance that comes from distinction and... and, and He's quite a salesman, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Point is, is he right? Do I look nice in this dress? I don't know. I don't know either. Turn around again. What do uh, you think? Oh. I think it looks like a big pink paper sack that somebody blew up and tied a string around the middle and stuck a bow on the rear. Then why did you let him into... Talk you into keeping it. Because it's a style, that's why. What are you going to do, honey? Styles change. You just have to get used to it. I mean, you want to be in style. It's marvelous material. You can, you can tell it's expensive, oh, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, even mm -hmm. I can see uh, that. Well, you wanted me dressed especially nice for this wedding. We want to make sure it's worth it. Do you think people will notice me? Yes. Yes, I think I can safely say people will notice you. <laughs> well, then what more can you ask of a dress, huh? <laughs> Well, I'll take it off and start dinner. Call Betsy to come in and set the table, will you? Well, you feel I should keep the dress, then? Oh, yes. Yes, uh, I do. Hmm? Uh, but, you know, I feel like the caveman whose wife must have said to him, but they're not wearing bearskin wraparounds anymore, Joe. This is something new. It's called a grass skirt. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> All right, just give me time. I'll get used to it. <laughs> Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Nancy Pollock and Felix Debank and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.